Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Don't have a good drive. Have a great drive. Have a great drive with KEZ. Only on Good Hope FM. I think a lot of business owners could potentially use what we're about to chat about on the Great Drive. Especially going into the summer months. And this is actually, I think the UK is literally a step ahead. Right? And I'll explain why. So in the UK, they some night spots, that being bars, restaurants, and nightclubs, have decided to start to breathalyze their clients as they come in to their venues. Ah. Because they're saying a lot of the time people are having pre-drinks at home. The pre-drinks are not just pre-drinks, they become the drinks. They get to a place already intoxicated and basically just be a problem. And they don't, obviously they don't spend as much money. What do you guys think about that first off? For me, I think it's a good idea if I just think from a woman's point of view. There we go. You know, if you arrive at a club, you're already intoxicated, you're not as alert as you could be. There we go. You might find yourself in difficult situations. So from that point of view, I think it's a good thing. Look, let's not beat around the bush. A lot of people go out to have a few drinks to get intoxicated. But we also, the price of drinks and the current financial climate that we find ourselves in, are not con- the two don't see eye to eye. And so, of course, people got to have pre-drinks at home. If you want to go out, have a good time, and you like being mm. intoxicated when you're out on the jaw, for example, and you're with people that you can trust and can look after you, then I see nothing wrong with a pre-drink because I can't afford to have 10 drinks in the club. I agree. I agree so, with you, Mox. Well, at what level of intoxication do we draw the line? Here's my thing, right? You do your pre-drinks at home or or at a braille, or whatever the case may be. Some people get into cars. Yeah. And then they go out mm-hmm. and they keep going out. They've been drinking already, but because the sun is still setting, cops aren't on the streets uh, doing roadblocks, checking for drunk driving at around 6 o'clock. But guess what? Hey man, drinks have been flowing for some people from 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And now they decide to come out and say, you know, we're going to go to a restaurant for dinner and we might go to a bar or a club, whatever the case may be. But you've been drinking the whole time. There's a part of me that's thinking that if you're a business and if you're smart, this could be something that helps your business grow, actually. Because as a consumer for me, guys, sometimes walking into a place and people are just intoxicated and they're unruly, mm. it's just like, what? Why? I think you'd get less fights happening. I think you'd get less accidents happening. And once again, I think your safety for women would be a big plus. I think this is something that could be great for the for South Africa. I think it could be really great if we were to consider it that it should be mandatory for places to have a breathalyzer for you to walk in. You'll, I don't know. What do you guys think? No, I'm, I'm, I'm complete disagreement. No, okay. Purely because... Then you're like saying to somebody, okay, you, you've got to be sober coming in, but you're allowed to leave drunk. Th- those two don't mar- those two don't don't speak from the same hymn sheet. You know what I mean? I so you. uh, you're like forcing them to only drink in your premises. No, I But agree. what if they walk into Kaizi's shop, which is here, 
Have a few drinks and then when I go to tomorrow, shop next door. Oh, I hear you. But then this is the thing. Like a breathalyzer can actually tell how inebriated you are. Like how many drinks have you had? You know what I mean? It can rate. So maybe it doesn't necessarily mean that you must be completely, you know, clean. But if you are above a certain level, it's okay for a venue to say, no, we can't let you in like this. You know, you're not fit to be in our venue. Is that wrong? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know what the private property thing, how that all works. But but yeah. I, I mean, I, I do understand. I do think there are. There should be a judge or or a not a judge. A somebody that can determine how yeah. inebriated you are. I think it's it's forward thinking. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Oh seven one two eight six zero six three nine. We're going into probably the busiest season mm. of the year. With the busiest season of the year. Note how many drunken driving cases you're going to be hearing about. Note how many road deaths you're going to be reading about going into the season. Can we not maybe look at doing more sort of random testing on streets where hotspots? So, if, for example, if town is a hotspot, can we not do more random testing of people getting into cars as opposed to stopping them when they're driving? Mm. Let's be preventative and say, right. I see you got your keys. You're about to get in your car. Do it in the main streets in town. Never know. Let them blow before they get in. 071-286-0639. Would love to hear your thoughts. If you are just joining us, we're talking about what's happening in the UK, especially with night spots, bars, restaurants, where they're choosing to have a breathalyzer for the clientele coming into their venue. They found that some of the clients out there, they go a bit too hard with the brief drinks. And they arrive already intoxicated, meaning that obviously their bars don't make as much money. But also, they say that, look, the crowds just get a bit too rowdy when they arrive inebriated already. And I'm wondering, could that work in South Africa? And I want you to consider this, all right? South Africa, if you didn't know, with regards to alcohol, with a number of brands in alcohol, we are in the top 5% in the world with regards to how much alcohol we consume. Did you guys know that? No, I had no idea. Top five in the world with regards to how much alcohol we consume in this country. I'm not sure how to take that. I think there are a number of contributing factors, but yes. Yes, no, no, definitely, definitely. But I, I just want you to understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Got your traffic. We got some of your voice notes after these. The Great Ride with K-Easy. With K-Easy. Weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. only on Good Hope FM. Hey, Great Drive team. So as a manager of a, of a establishment, I think that would be a great idea in terms of not uh, customers coming in and not causing chaos. Um, However, I do feel that it would take away a bit of the customer's freedom of, of choice um, and the chances are that they may decide not to come to your establishment or to even stay at home. So on the business side of it, I don't think that it would be that good of, a, a good of an idea. But I'm tired, like it's a 50-50 because it's a really great idea, but yeah. Good afternoon, Great Drive team. Hope you guys are doing great. Morgs, good to hear your voice, man. Good to hear your voice on the Great Drive. Um, with this one today, uh, I have to agree with Morgan. I honestly would not see the purpose because I understand all the risks involved, but these are not risks that will be eliminated because you cannot be let into a bar. I mean, it's going to be the same thing 
once you get intoxicated inside a bar or pub or club or wherever. So I really don't think this is this is going to be something that's going to be beneficial for businesses. Uh, I also think that you should have someone then that, like like let's say you're over the limit or over the legally allowed in limit but people can still determine from your body language a lot like good afternoon good afternoon everybody in studio good afternoon kai easy kai easy is the best he is the best that's a true advert but let me tell you about the bars and the clubs and stuff i don't club i go to bars and stuff i go shoot pool but that's a culture we have man as colored people, as black people in South Africa and Cape Town, it's a culture. I don't think you can change a culture by copying another country. We should just stick to what we know, man. We, we should just stick to what, what works for us. It's working. People are making money. Clubs are making money. I don't know what, what where this is coming from. <laughs> this is my two cents. Okay. Hey man, if it's the culture, let's keep the culture then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is the number of deaths on the roads rises every year. And the connection to those deaths and alcohol is insane, guys. Insane. The number of fights that happen at the nighttime that are connected to alcohol insane the number of arrests that happen with the connection of alcohol insane yeah i i hear what you're saying i, I mean i don't know i wish somebody could tell me what the actual answer is but i think education plays a big role here i yeah. think you know that's something that we should, if we maturely looked at this and we went right i think education plays a big role and then also i think just you know a general awareness yeah. of you know, we spoke about it off air, but about, you know, educating people when they're out, when they're now intoxicated, finding a way to say, listen, guys, um, sort of, you know, you are over the limit. Maybe not don't get in your car or check before they get in their car or prevention better than, you know. But, well, hold on. What's your number? Drinks number. How many drinks can you have? No, but I, I can handle a fair amount. But there we go. Tomorrow, what's your number? Your what, number for what? How many drinks you can have? It depends like, on okay. the size of the okay, person. Okay, I've had enough. Honestly, at this point, yeah. it's like one or two. One or okay, two. okay. How yeah. many bottles? Two. Feel it for more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.